What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Just Talking. I truly appreciate all your love and support. If you love what you heard today and you want to know more, maybe you're interested in coming to a live event. Maybe you want me to come to one of your events. Maybe you want to do some group coaching, some one-on-one coaching. Maybe you want to mastermind and just come and hang out and bring up some amazing ideas, get some awesome goal setting. Maybe you want to be on my podcast. Maybe you just want to talk to me, whatever it may be. I love to hear from you. Please follow along on Instagram and Facebook so you can be in the know of everything that's going on with Power house and with me. You can follow at Steph Iliff, S-T-E-F-I-L-I-F-F. You can also check out my website at www.findyourinnerpowerhouse.com or you can go ahead and send me an email on my website or message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to connect with you and just hear from you and support you and show you all the love and support that you show me. Thank you so much for tuning into Just Talking. Have the best day of your life. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking today. I'm so excited to be bringing you Caitlin Hansen. She's here with us today. She is just this amazing woman that I've been following on Instagram. And so I kind of like stalked her and was like, will you please come be on my show? Because I just think you're so amazing. And she's this TV producer. She's a reporter. She, You guys may have actually know her and seen her. And she's also a coach. She's awesome into fitness. And she's just this beautiful light in this world. And she really helps empower women and bring love and light to people. And like, you can go on her page and you're all going to see like this energy and this like radiance of just like determination and grit and just like this positive vibe. So that's why I want y'all to talk to her and get to know her and um, just learn from her. So that's what she's on here for today. So thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm like, it's so interesting to see what people grasp from what you're putting out there. So true. And it's like, it's been really interesting to kind of think through what I want to talk about and be like, what are the holes in like, whatever, how I'm representing myself. I'm so glad you think of those things when I'm just like, so easy for us to sit back and be like, but wait, I also have all these things that I'm really bad at. Totally. Cause that's what we do normally is we focus on things we're not good at versus like the things that we are great at and what we're putting out there. And so what you're putting out there, at least that I'm receiving is just that. And like all this love and light and like determination and all your quotes and your posts. And just even so recently you just had to go through surgery and you were talking about that as well on your Instagram. Do you want to kind of talk to our audience about that and what your journey has been through there? Yeah, um, absolutely. I have never had surgery and okay. I'm sure there, I mean, I just know how many people are, there are out there totally. have gone through this with even more major surgeries than I went through. Um, so this was not easy for me. I'm like that girl that blacks out if I get a paper cut. So <laughs> the thought of a major surgery, um, I, I mean, it wasn't even, I didn't even understand how to like really prepare for it. Totally. Um, and I feel like I'm totally different coming out of it. So they found four tumors on my liver. There's a lot of back history between like about being in pain and stuff for years and years, but 
they went in, took them out. They were all benign, luckily. It turned into um, a much more involved surgery than I anticipated. And I was kind of telling you before, like I was <laughs> TMI, but I was like on a catheter. I had a yeah. drain coming out. I had body compression. I was getting shots every hour of pain meds that were not helping the pain. Um, I ended up staying in the hospital much longer. And um, it was so scary for me to oh, like, want a breathing tube and not know if I was going to be okay. I'd be in right. so much pain. Um, coming out of that, especially where you're so healthy and you're so into fitness and that's like part of your every single day. Like that's who you are and what you embody. So what was that experience being like in a hospital? Yeah, it's, it's kind of humbling to, well, it's totally humbling to be like, wait, I, I eat right. I'm, I work out. I take care of my body. Yeah. Um, and then have something knock you down and the amount of people that go through stuff like this, it's just, it smacked me in the face. It was totally humbling. I'm okay. I'm vertical. I'm walking around. But though that first week of, you know, not even being able to stand, using a walker. I mean, the amount of gratitude that has flooded as far as like, I am just grateful for my body. Like yeah. it has carried me up mountains and done crazy extreme things. But like I walked up the stairs and right now I can get out of my bed on my own. Like I don't have to You're stay like, my mom yes. and have her help me out of bed. And um, I definitely haven't mastered it. I now have four scars on my abdomen, which, mm. um, it's not fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not above being vain right? Totally, right. and wanting to like look fit and, um, feel how has that body. been for you on like with seeing scars and seeing the difference of that? Um, it's been, I've had my highs and lows, um, highs meaning, you know, like these are part of my story now mm-hmm. and, um, I can look at them and remember hard times. I mean, the, the number of emotional scars I have that I like maybe don't wear on my sleeve. Right. So way more intense than the little scars on my stomach. Um, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. They're still fresh. They're yeah. still like scabbed and I'm still in a bit of pain. And so I'm kind of excited about this journey too. I, my fitness mindset and journey has always been, uh, I'm sorry, I guess I shouldn't say it's always been for a while. It was yeah. like based on performance. Cause I played soccer and competitively skied. And then it went to like this, like vanity phase, okay. right? Which yeah. is like destructive. Totally. If we're only working out to make ourselves look better or to compare ourselves to what we want to be. Oh man, comparison is like the thief of joy. Okay. Thank totally. you. Teddy Roosevelt. Right yes. hundred <laughs> percent. It, and it really, it literally kills your soul. It like does. comparison is, and I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause that's one thing I really want to talk to you about is cause I feel like you, the reason I'm one thing I love about you is like you work with other women and you guys all like help uplift each other and bring each other light. And so many women compare each other so much mm-hmm. they, that they literally can't let someone else shine. And so they put them down constantly. And so how has, what has your journey been with that with comparison? And then like how you work with all these awesome women and you guys just really help each other like be your best. And so talk to me a little bit about that, like fitness and then like with your job, if you would. Um, so let's think about this. I have so many yeah. thoughts and reactions. So fitness wise, I kind of had to morph out of that phase of comparison. And how did you like, and I, how did you move out of that? Phase? Um, through gratitude and like positive affirmations. That's something Yes, I know that sounds crazy and I'm not like religious about it in every morning or whatever, but when I'm feeling those moments of comparison, it's usually actually comparison to myself. Right. We judge ourselves the most or we judge ourselves from a past season. Like, Oh, I used to look like this when I was 16. So I should still look like that. And I think about it and like how happy my soul is right now. And my body is a little like squishier and softer than normal because I've been out for a bit. Um, versus like how in depressed and in the depths I was, 
years ago and when I was on like the whatever you call divorce diet. And yeah. I, like it was the best body I've ever had. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but like, was I happy? No. Right. No. Right. So I can't compare myself to ripped Caitlin from how many years ago because like you didn't eat in four days because you forgot. Like right. Because <laughs> you're just so stressed out. Right. And you really are like your mind's in a totally different place. So now I think it's just like I can walk. I can move my body. Every day that I can move my body, I'm so grateful. Um, my body carries me up crazy ass mountains yes. to peaks. It like, it lets me fly down mountains on skis and travel and rock climb and do yoga and like beautiful flowy movements, movements. And that is what I try to base my love and body like image around. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that like I have this figured out. Like I have my days where I look yeah. in the and I'm like, great, this is what we're working with. But <laughs> yeah, totally. Like if we can let those thoughts pass through us and like notice them and then like not define ourselves by them. Yes. That's, that's my goal. Right? I love that. And I think that's just that is like letting that thought come up and be like, okay, that's not going to define me. I'm going to release that. Mm -hmm. And do you meditate ever? Mm -hmm. Does that help lot. you with that? Cause that's something that has helped me a lot with like my body positivity and like releasing thoughts that in my mind don't serve me. So it's like, oh, you shouldn't think this way about your body. And when I'm being silent and meditating, those come up for me the most. And okay. I'm like, okay, that's not empowering. I'm going to release that and I'll find gratitude for it instead. Like, okay, maybe my hips look a little too big today, but you know what? I love that my hips brought babies into this world. Like okay. it's that kind of stuff. I love you, know? you said that. I wrote down this quote because I already probably saw this six months ago and I was just like, I've tried to recreate it. Yes. And I couldn't remember exactly. So I looked it up because I just do you care if I read No. Oh my gosh, please. Okay. So it says those extra five to 10 pounds, that place where your body naturally wants to be, that is your life. That's your late night pizza with your man, the Sunday morning bottomless brunch, your favorite cupcake in the whole entire world because you wanted to treat yourself. Those five to 10 pounds are your favorite memories, your unforgettable trips, your celebrations of life. Those extra five to 10 pounds are your spontaneity, your freedom, and your love. I'm dead. And I've That's read, perfect. And I've read one similar that like talks about like, those five to 10 pounds, like that relate more to parents is like baking cookies at midnight mm -hmm. with your three-year-old as a special treat and, yeah. the whole and like, yes, be consistent in your movement, being consistent right. in the healthy things you put in your mouth, but like live your life. Yeah. And you can't like be so focused on like, if I eat this, what's going to happen mm -hmm. to me that it makes you not be able to experience that or to live your life or to not really have like, like that moment with your daughter and like to be able to have like you're describing, I know you don't have kids yet, but like, that's for me, like mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine missing out on that and sharing. We're that watching. I just see her so many stories about kids watching and being like, well, why won't you eat that? But I can eat it because you're right. like, oh, that's bad for you. And it's like, oh, I'm not a mom. Trust yeah. me, ladies out there, like girl power. Yes. I don't know how hard it is. To, I'm just looking at totally. motherhood as like, well, I hope I don't screw this up. <laughs> it is because there is no manual for right. it. You're just like, well, I'll just kind of do it day by day. And make it happen. That's super important. Um, I want to answer your question about the girls. Yes, well, you please. Like, I want to bring back like, how, if, if there has been any comparison or how is it that you guys really show up for each other and honor each other? I think that's like so powerful because you can feel it. Like you can really sense like the love and bonding. And that's mm -hmm. why I think why your show is so awesome like, from it too, right? So that you guys talk so about happy. And it's, yeah. it's real. Like it a lot of people you can feel that. ask us and they're like, do you guys actually like each other? Like it seems like it, but our job is also to like show up on TV and do. Right kind of like act at yeah. some points and it's so real and it's so amazing and we literally like we laugh every day we're like when are they gonna figure out that like we're getting away with working with <laughs> friends every day um and it's great and actually kind of a funny story that is so fun so I started there 12 years ago okay as an intern and I've left and come back and still being there and I've met Carrie yeah so she and I kind of like worked on different shows together for a while and just became great friends 
Oh, no cool. reason to compete. Like, we, yeah. there's no reason. Um, and then a couple of years ago when they put Brooke, Carrie, and I on the show together, I knew of Brooke. Like, she was hosting a rock radio show. Okay. Um, and she'd done that for years and years. And, like, there's, at first we were kind of, like, head and head to see who it was going to be. And then the three of us ended up doing it. I ran into Brooke at a concert at the Depot for the first time I ever met her in person. And she'd been filling in, then I'd been filling in, so we never actually crossed paths. And it was kind of one of those moments, like, this beautiful rock star powerhouse woman that I, like, passed by and was like, I, you know, I have to say hi to this woman, and she knows who I am. And we were kind of in competition for the job at the time, and she just stopped and looked at me, and I was just waiting because... I've had great interactions with them in the past and really terrible ones. Totally. So it's yeah. like, what am I going to get here? And we just looked at each other and was like, hi, you're Brooke and Caitlin. And like, we just freaked out. We hugged. And it was like one of those moments where like, did we just become best friends? And we did. I, I can literally picture this right now. Like, and I love that. It was just like all the love and compliments with like, just word vomited onto each other in 10 seconds. I was like, you're so good at this. You should get the job. And she's like, no, I shouldn't. You've been there for years. You should get the job. And I was like, oh my God. Like it was literally just like a love fest. And they just left. And my friend that I was at the concert with was like, that was just <laughs> like that was the coolest thing ever. And it has not stopped since then. I love it. We kind of joke, we have this seat on set that's like we call the fat seat because it's like not a good angle. And we always are like, I'll sit there. No, I'll, I'll sit worry there, about it. And like, you're pregnant. It. Let me sit here. And it's so funny. It's like, whatever. Like yeah. we all look like we look. That doesn't define us. Like you are no. more than your body. Totally. And if you are judging another woman or yourself on that, like what are you doing? Right. Exactly. And I just think, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I don't know if I'm just lucky. It's not just Brooke and Carrie. Like the women we work at at our entire station are just, yeah. just well, I think it's honestly, up. if you show up with love and light in the world, then you're bringing that to other people. And like, they see that in you. And so to me, it's like an energy thing. Like that's just who you embody and who you are. And so you get that from other women and that, I think that's so powerful. And I think that's one thing that like how you guys show up for each other is just so amazing. And just like, you're not like, no, you all sit in this chair. No, you sit in that chair. And like just loving on each other. And so yeah. many women just compare and so they can't even give someone like a genuine compliment or actually even receive a compliment from another woman. They'll just be like, oh, like, your hair looks so cute. It's like, no, I just, I just washed it. Like, no, don't, don't give me a compliment. Seriously. And it's like, no, why can't we just like love each other and honor each other and help each other be seen, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think you guys really do that. Has there been any like, you said, like, obviously you guys were competing for the job, but then you both ended up all getting it. Has there ever been any, like, rivalry like that or competition like that where it's been hard for you guys or anything? No. I literally, like, no. That's I so amazing. Even, I don't even know if we've ever, the only thing that's ever happened is, like, maybe one of us got our feelings hurt. And yeah. Like, that hurt my feelings. The other person was like, what? I didn't even know I said it. Like, <laughs> no one is ever malicious. Like, I literally. I love that. I don't, I don't have a sister, and this is, like, the best, closest totally. thing, and I'm like don't fight with you. There's no space for that kind of negativity. Like life and society is throwing hard trials, challenges, negativity at us every second. Right. Like, why aren't we just like building our girl gang? Yes. And like adding people and be like, let's all lift each other up and have each other's back and join with other girl gangs. 100% because you're not the world girls. Yes. This is like my, wow, totally bigger than me perspective for the world. But I love that. You can only you can only be positive about it, right? Right, 100%. 100%. So talk, talk to us a little bit about your journey of getting on TV and becoming a reporter and being on the show and stuff. Like, how did you, it's 12 years ago. So what was, like, your first journey of that, and how did you get to where you're at now? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to like take us even a little step back farther. Let's so do that. I'm driving around in rental college trip with my dad in okay. high school. And I'm like reading this list of majors and I'm like, what am I going to do with my life? Like at that point it was like, I'm, I, I, my options were like what I knew on TV. Like I can yeah. be a lawyer, a doctor, an actress. And like, other than that, what am I going to do? <laughs> and you skied like um, professionally or how, what, what would that look like? I skied competitively okay, cool. when I was younger. That's awesome. um, and then I played college a little bit and I played, sorry, soccer a little bit in college. Okay, cool. Um, but I didn't like, that wasn't what I wanted to pursue. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so we were driving and I was like, what am I going to do? We talked about like, my strengths and things I love. And I was like, I love writing. And I never had a fear of speaking in public. Awesome. It's just like, that, here that's I am. Your gift. <laughs> that's like, we were meant to do this, well, right? So my dad, we were like, okay, journalism. He kind of helped me see that. My stepmom has been like a model and done kind of TV stuff forever. And was like, let's get you behind a camera. They were just like, they were awesome. So I started modeling, which was like anti the high school jock in me. And it helped me just build that confidence totally. speaking more. Um, fast forward to, went to broadcast journalism, like went to school for cool. that. And then um, started as an intern. Was there something specific you wanted to journal about or report on or like ask people about at that time? Um, yeah, I wanted to be a sideline reporter sports before. Cool. I love maybe, that. Maybe still someday, okay, <laughs> but I'm super right. happy where I am right now. Yeah. Um, so after college, I started interning at KTV. Okay. That was 12 years ago. Yeah. That dates me. So I've been out of college for a long Same. And I moved away for three years and worked in Texas and came back and I've been there since. And it's awesome. And I've yeah. done every job almost at that station. Yeah. And I've settled kind of here hosting this show with these beautiful insightful women and doing our travel show and like morning news reporting. I love it. And it's great. And you get to go on some of your rad adventures and you have gone on a ton of different adventures within your life. Like what has been some of the most memorable adventures that you've gone on and you, and why was it like, did it shift you in your soul? Did it change who you were? Like, what was it? Cause I think for me, like nature really grounds me and nature like brings me alive and helps mm -hmm. me like see what I want to see, you know, same, and same. <laughs> just right. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like right now I just have chills just even thinking about being yeah. outside and like rock climbing and all that kind of stuff. And I saw that you did like a, the crack wall. Like I have your picture of that. I'm like, Oh my God, this girl's so badass. Like oh I can't gosh. even. Right. But that's like the picture of me at the bottom realizing like, I don't know if I can do this. And did you climb all like, tell, no, talk, talk, no. talk about that. I didn't get to the top. No. Okay. That's okay. Did not. I love it. And it wasn't like, but that's your, that's your working wall now. Right. Like, yeah. Um, when you first say that, I'm like thinking through my head of like all the crazy ski tours I've been on, and like a gnarly storm. We were on this ridge with some of my buddies, but really the most you say rad, so I'm like yeah. trying to think rad, not like terrifying metaphorical. No, you're good. You, whatever, if it's emotional or anything like that. Like I just think everything that you, I see all these adventures that you go on, and I want to experience that with you right now. So just mm -hmm. Um. So about five years ago, I went to Bali for a month with the backpack along. What? By yourself? And I traveled a lot by myself around the world. Um, never, I've gone for like three No months. fear. You're just like, cool. Well, there's totally like, fear. Okay. Like, I want to be like that. is better. Um, and I've traveled for months on end, but usually like friends meet up. But okay. Bali was like, I'm just going along for a month. Um, and you learn a lot of oh, I bet in your own head for a full month and there are highs and lows and like really dark places yeah. that you can go if you are just in your head and like don't have anyone to talk to it pushes you out of your comfort zone yeah like okay I'm going crazy I haven't talked to people in days so like I would like go to dinner or go to like 
a beach bar and be like, hey, who are you? Like, hi, please be my friend. Talk to me. Talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it was amazing. And I got to wake up every single morning and be like, what do I want? Like, what do I want to do? Do I want to eat this? Do I want to hike a volcano in the middle of the night? Do I want to go to yoga three times today or go surfing or, and I did that. Like I was totally able to separate from home. And like, there's a lot of noise from like the people I was married at the time from like relationships and family and work and society. And like, I was totally able to separate myself from the noise and like connect to what I really was about. Right. Cause sometimes you are so in a routine with whether it's with a partner or kids or work that you're like, that defines me. Absolutely. And I was just able to be like, what do I even believe or want? Like, yeah. Not what do other people want? Um, and I didn't like have a phone connected to me. I could get internet once in a while, but yeah. I think the biggest treat and gift to come out of that month was, um, like tuning into some big decisions I needed to make in my life mm-hmm. and just realizing what my needs were. Yeah. I'm like, I've been a people pleaser. Same. I've, I've put on a face a lot of my life to try to be what I thought other people wanted me to be, to be loved. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much I've said that out loud before. Right no, now. I love it. You just did that. Um, Cause I think so many people show up in the world by what they have learned to get some that worth or that love or that acceptance. Mm-hmm. So how are you able to see that? Is it just asking yourself like, who am I really? And like, what do I want? Yeah, I think a lot of that started when I was on that trip. Um, And I think, like, I mean, stuff was boiling under the surface. Um, And I just needed to make some changes to really, like, to really align with myself. Like, I just felt like I got to this place where I was doing things and making decisions. I was like, this isn't me. And I'm like, I don't even know who I am. And I feel lost. And I feel confused. And I feel guilty. And frustrated with myself and like, who am I being? Like, it's not who I wanted to be, but I didn't necessarily see the road back to like alignment when I didn't even know who that person was anymore. Right. Um, and that sounds like really vague and dramatic. I'm sure with a lot of, without a lot of back history, but maybe people listening can relate to that. Um, and it just, I don't know, it just looked like a lot of work. That's kind of what at the end of the day, like if you want to make a change, you can't just wake up and be like, I'm a new person. Like we have patterns that are right. related not only to relationships, like they're going on currently, but like our childhood. 100%. And it's just habits that have been formed throughout that. And then that's how we start to show up the rest of our life. And I think that's so powerful. You're like, wait, I'm not in alignment with who I want to be. Mm-hmm. So was there some like really hard limiting beliefs that you had to kind of work through during that and be like, this is what I should be like, but this is who I want to be. Mm-hmm. And how are you able to go from what I should be to who I'm created to be. Cause I think, and that's something I coach so many women through is okay. Yeah. Like that's what, that's what you think you should be, but is that who you really want to be? And sometimes we've lived not in that world for so long that we're not even sure who we are or who we want to be. And we've never even asked ourselves like, well, what do I really believe in? Why, why do I do this? I have no idea. And who am I? And so what was that journey like for you of kind of coming from what I should and who you are, and was that hard to, like, remove any of those limiting beliefs or anything like that? Oh, my gosh, was it hard? Like, yes, it was yeah. so hard, um, and it's been through lots of phases, so, I mean, I am, I'm revolting against my perfectionist, like, tendencies of, like, I need the best grades, I needed to play soccer, and ski, and be an artist, and play an instrument, and do great at everything and also like look really great and yeah. like have friends and have a great career or whatever that phase of life looks like. And that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. 
yeah. um, not to mention like in relationships, both with like family members or partners or I mean, coworkers. It's like, this is what I think they want of me. Mm -hmm. So I need to be that person. Those were some really limiting beliefs that like I needed to let go of. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm, I, I mean, I'm not perfect. They come back, but right. the great thing now is I feel like I was so out of alignment. Like I lived a long time with what felt like waking up and putting a face on it. Totally. Um, and that's no one's fault but my own. Right. I didn't have those people reflecting to me saying, no, you need to be like this. They weren't saying that. To no, me. but we just, we think that. And so we start to show up that way. Yeah. yeah. And so after like a long journey to, and some like really great and hard awakenings that like knocked me into shape, I've, I'm like, feel so in alignment. And the great thing about that, I like promised myself I'll never get away from it. And easy to say now, like, yeah, I'm a soul entity living in my home alone. No one can like derail me in that sense. But like when I'm pulled off of that alignment and that center now, mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm not grounded, like it's so obvious. Right. Whereas before it was like, I was living in this like web of like, who am I? What am I doing? Totally. I'm just surviving. And yeah, I don't know if that. No, it does. I, I love that you call that awakening because that's exactly how I describe it is that, and I had a similar experience with that. I was like, I literally, I was showing up to please every single person but myself. I had no mm -hmm. idea who I was, what I really wanted to be. I was just living by what everybody else I thought was gonna make me successful and like make me worthy of love and worthy to be like oh, alive. That word, that word of worthy of love right? kills me. Like I hate that. And I and I really showed up that way, like so hard. And then I woke up and I was like, whoa, okay, who do I really want to be? And like finding that alignment. And so I think that's amazing is like that awakening and that now you can sense it when you're not grounded and it's so quick because we do, we still go back to old patterns that's never gonna change, but it's now you're like, oh wait, this isn't who I wanna be. Okay. And so what's your kind of process to help you get back into alignment and step back into who you are? I like run away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on vacation. Goodbye world. I really work on that. Um, I mean, I think there's... we're all avoiders. Like honestly, every single one of us is an avoider at some way. That's why like the term ghosting is so popular, oh, right? Like see, people are, we're so afraid to even say our truth in that because we have the need to people please. Right. Mm -hmm. And it literally is like this disease within us. Like I have to please all these people. Mm -hmm. And I even see it like in my daughter, she's almost six, but she's starting to get like that. I'm like, okay, how can I help you to see that you don't have to be like that? But I think it's just, we're kind of conditioned in that way while we're growing up. But yeah. So sorry. I kind of went back No, good. There, I love it. Give yeah. me more. <laughs> but yeah. So how, how do you kind of realign yourself when you're feeling that? Like, so you run away. And when I say I run away, I use, it? I am definitely like fear of flight over here. Okay. Like, <laughs> like take action now, massive action. <laughs> I'm running, but I have like really worked on shifting that. So me cool. saying run away is like, I run away from the situation that's creating that stress. Yeah. Um, I'm totally an extrovert. Yeah. Like, hello. I'm yeah. on television. I am a trainer. I'm like always social talking to people, but like me coming home and being alone at night is like the biggest gift I can give myself. Mm. And so in that sense, I like run right in retreat and I'm like, I need to light all the candles and the incense and like line up my crystals and turn on my chanty tribal music yes. that my mom raised me on. Um, and like do nothing, cool. like do my dishes or yes. tidy up my space or or write or, you know, mm -hmm. but like, it just resets me and is like, okay, this is my space. I wish I like, I, I sage it. and Paul Santo and keep it like really cleansed and clean. At least it feels like that for me. It's like a nice little ceremony, but cool. um, yeah, I just like to reset like that and it. movement. Um, I kind of joke like that this spiritual awakening of my life happened a couple of years ago. Um, and that 
I don't joke, I shouldn't say, but like in jest, I kind of say that yoga saved my life. No, for real. I want to know about that. And that was the question I wanted to ask you, like, because you, you do give this very spiritual vibe and you kind of look like Gabby Bernstein. Like, oh my gosh, I don't even, should I even say that? I don't know who that is. What? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to show you who she is after this. Cause she's like the most raddest, like spirit, her, she has all these spiritual books. And okay. Like, all this, like, you're going to love her. And, but you kind of like, you kind of embody her too. Like, well, she has this very like spiritual vibe, but oh. like this like super rad, like I'm all like, you're like, you're in all the things. And I just love that. And so how, how did you, did you grow up spiritually like that? Or like, how did you have your spiritual awakening like that? Um, I've always been spiritual. I have my mom to thank for that. Like, cool. when, I mean, I've been talking to the man on the moon and the universe and source or whatever. My I whole life. That. Um, that existed in a framework of religion for a period. Yeah. Um, it doesn't anymore. And my spirituality is still great and the same yeah. for me at least. And it's progressing always. Um, my spirituality, like, I feel like, so I feel like I've always had that baseline, but definitely in the last, like, handful of years, I was, like, I was shaken up. Yeah. Worse than I can imagine. Yeah. Um, like, heartache, depression, what felt like my rock bottom, um, and it's, it doesn't always have to be like that. I would like to say that I'm that person that just woke up one day and was like, I want a spiritual hero. I don't know that anybody can just do that. Like, I think you kind of have to have something that breaks you or shatters you a little bit. It doesn't have to be like mm -hmm. intense for everybody, but it's something that makes you want to think a little bit differently yeah. and see the world a little differently. And it did. It was like my way. It was like, there was no choice. Like, yeah. pick yourself up. Um, and yeah, I found myself on my map like seven days a week, sometimes more times a day than that. And I mean, that it, consisted of like sobbing and flowing and having like these breakthroughs and having total breakdowns yeah. and like within those four sides of that mat it was like the safest place I could be and like I left classes crying I sat in locker rooms crying I, and I mean this all sounds like so dramatic like just pick yourself up but like I could not right like it was not an option um so when I say yoga saved my life like holy shit it saved my life and it's yeah. still my place I kind of go back when I'm feeling out of whack and I'm like, help me like yeah. reconnect to that space that saved me so long ago. Um, and I also, back when I was going through like divorce and heartache and like just refinding like the strength to open up and become the person that I've kind of felt like I'd been hiding for totally. a long time. Um, I started taking myself on like a self-love date every month on the full moon. I love that. And it's so funny because I have friends that like text me on the full moon and they're like somewhere out there, Caitlin's sitting under the full moon, <laughs> howling with the wolves. And I'm like, okay, that's like maybe not far from what's happening, but You're like, yes, actually I am outside right now. And there is a wolf next to me, but it's fine. But, um, that was like a really, I mean, I was just like grasping for anything yeah. in those moments, but every month it was like this timestamp for me where I was able to be like, okay, a month ago you were here and I write my journal yeah. and I read it and be like, okay, I've made progress. Like, and I'd sit and do like my full moon meditation. Um, and I mean, sometimes it was hours, sometimes it was 20 minutes because yeah. I couldn't handle it. And I still do that. I love that. And now I'm just like, it's all gratitude. I mean, I definitely still have my challenges, but yeah. like comparatively, I'm like, gosh, I came out of that. And I'm so much more connected to myself and to my soul and mm -hmm. to the earth and the universe. And I feel like I was out of touch with that for so long. Right when I'd felt it in my past, it was just like a time period of, you know what, you need some shit storms. Yeah. And I hated them in the moment, but I'm, they have made me who I am today. And I'm that. so grateful for that. 
Was that the longest answer? No, that was the best answer of all time. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, I love that you talked about journaling too, because I think there's so much power in journaling because you can release it. Like you release. So I think there's two things in journaling. I think you can release whatever you need to release and you can also invite whatever you want to invite, right? And like when you write it, you invite it is what I like to say. Because like you invite it in your life. You're like, yes, that's what I want to manifest. That's who I want to be. And I'll let you like take that time to do that. So has journaling really helped you with that? And obviously you like, you love journaling because that's like, with school and stuff too but mm-hmm. what do you feel like about that has that helped you at all and to find gratitude and to really be yourself with that um yes I'm like such a right oh my gosh it's no it's okay. fine sorry hi my phone no, like rings during the show I'm like gosh this is my first day um so journaling suit I you would die oh my gosh because at my mom's house I think I have 50 journals yeah from when I was like in first grade and be like dear diary today I went to school then I had lunch like what am I writing <laughs> Like I'm not writing anything in depth, but I loved journaling. But yeah, a young age, it's so funny. Um, and now it's like, before I have any hard conversations, I better write a full journal entry about it because I usually come out of it and I'm like, oh, okay, you're crazy. It's good thing you wrote that down. <laughs> Isn't it so true though? Like you don't even sometimes you don't even know what you actually think until you start writing it. And I'm like, oh my, that came out of me. And I'm, I'm like, so and sorry. Screw that. <laughs> yeah. And this, no, it's usually not aggressive. Um, I'm not like an angry person. Yeah. Actually, I wish I could get more angry. I'm just like a. I get sad. I'm like, oh, nice. Um, but journaling's amazing. Like some of my biggest breakthroughs, I like run out of my meditation or off the yoga mat, or um, I worked a lot with like shamans and gurus and energy workers. And like, I'm like, That's I need to write right. everything down because I can never forget it. And yeah. It's part of my journey and a stepping stone to get to the next place. That's so awesome. So I, I love, love journaling. Yeah. I guess. Do you have like any certain books that have really helped you with your growth and like finding yourself and being aligned and like who you are now today? And I love that you've gone on shaman journeys. I have to talk to you about that. That's so <laughs> rad. Um, but yeah, that's amazing. Powerful. Don't do it alone. Like, okay. You need family and friends and spiritual guides like we can't do this on our own okay i tried yeah <laughs> no we have you have to have a tribe want to be a little bit about some books that have helped you that have changed your life or that you're like everybody has to read this or at least like a quote of it or anything like that do you have anything that you like to bring that up for me yes if you could see i am reading 10 books in every moment <laughs> yes i love it which i'm not doing any of them very well um, do you read or do you do audible or do you do both i listen to podcasts and read books cool like I love and I'm like writing and circling yes and like, like highlighting and yes. all the things um and I think that's such a that's such a situational question and I love it but like as I was going through my divorce my mom and I are in Africa and I'm reading Love Warrior by Glennon Doyle that okay. a client gave to me and like it's in that every word on the page was like this is the best book I've ever read in my life and I just remember like, have you read that book? No, I haven't, okay, but you, I will. You have to. Okay, done. I'm going to talk about body image and stuff, but what really rung to with me is she has this idea of like sending her representative out into the world. So every day she woke up and she was like, oh, the true me, no one wants. So I'm sending this representative out to be whatever one wants her to be. Like short skirts and a sorority, showing up at parties, getting drunk. Like that's not who she wanted to be. Right. Um, anyways, I thought that was fascinating. And how that's relatable is that for everybody? Because we've I all done that at some point. Yeah, we're right. trying to just be accepted. Right. Um, and that is funny. Like, so when I feel myself now, like, don't send your representative up. Like, it's scary. It's crap. But, like, show up and be you. If they don't like you, like, those are the people for you. Right. Right? Exactly. So, That's not your tribe. Um, so I love that book. And then 
I've, I don't know how many times I flipped through and read um, Loving What Is by Byron Katie. Have yes, you read that? so good. So I have Powerful. a friend who does the work and facilitates in Byron Katie's oh, cool. method. And I mean, she introduced me to it and it is life-changing. I mean, amazing. the question she goes through in every stressful situation is like question your stressful thoughts of like, is it true? What could be more true? Right. Whose business are you in? It's just like, I feel like that I run through that in my brain now every time I'm like, okay, calm down. It's not true. You're just it's not true. You're creating a story around this stressful thought. Um, we do that though. Yeah. And I love Renee Brown's philosophy on that too. It's like, well, what story are you telling yourself from this? Like this one little interaction, like how are you letting that rule your mm -hmm. life? And that is so powerful. Like that's why I think the books are so powerful is it helps you see a different side of you and a different realization. And mm -hmm. we can learn whatever we want to learn. That's yes. the power of it. I'm trying to think. Another one I read that was super impactful, I reread after like seven years, is The Way of the Superior Man. Okay, I have not read that. So I don't know, like, it may be, like, I don't know how people feel about it. For, for me, it was super relevant because of the relationship I've been in and how I treated myself in that relationship mm -hmm. and just coming out of that and realizing, like, I am really feminine. Yeah. And... Sometimes so you feel like you used to show up really masculine? Yeah. Okay. I do. Um, and I've noticed that, but like, I didn't allow myself to be vulnerable or to be taken care totally. of. Totally. And I grew up To be taken care of. Yes. Oh man. That is something that is so hard to learn. Yeah. Yes. 100%. And I grew up with, I have no sisters, a fabulous mother, a brother and a dad who like the three of us were just oh, like yeah. competitive, who could run faster and ski faster. And it's so fun. They're my, right. two of my best friends, but I showed up and I was like, I'm tough. I'm fine. I fell. I'm fine. Like, yeah. Wipe it off. Do not fine. cry. We're fine. Um, Get over it. And in turn, like when I felt like unsafe in other situations and relationships or something, it was like, oh, I put up this harsh front. Like I'm fine. When really like, I'm just like this little girl that's like, wrap me up and yeah. let me be feminine. And I'm not super girly, but I'm really feminine. Yeah, like, absolutely. And I show up and have my moments where I can like be more strong headed and masculine. But like, uh, it helped me understand that like, I need a partner that can be masculine and feminine in his own right, but like that lets me have those really mind. feminine moments in our intimate relationship. And I didn't know I needed that before. So The Way of the Superior Man, it's an incredible it's book. It's a little controversial, that. I think, to some people, but it works for me. And I love what it. if learning that, that it's okay mm -hmm. to show up on our feminine? Like, did you feel like maybe you couldn't fully show up on your feminine because of that relationship or just like, what helped you with that book really help you to be okay with being more feminine? Yeah. So I feel like that was something that I had, I've really had to learn too. And there's still times where I show up more masculine than I want to. And I think it's okay. People don't realize that you have both energies. You have mm -hmm. masculine and feminine energy and you can choose to step into it whenever you want. But there is part of you that is more of that. There's even guys who are way more feminine than totally. more masculine, but they're so afraid of it. And so then they become like, oh, and it's over, a beautiful like, thing. They're like, oh, I'm such a bro. It's like, no, no, you're not. Like, it's okay. Just be who you want to be. But like, that's something See that's man in like a super intimate, vulnerable moment, like have whatever, a breakdown or a breakthrough yes. and be super like tender and vulnerable is so amazing. And that's the biggest connection you could have with something. Yeah. It's like really connecting your soul to soul. Like you get to see them in their deepest part of them. Yeah. I think that's powerful. And I think in the past, to answer your uh, earlier question, I felt like my feminine gentle side was weakness. Totally. Um, and I don't blame that on a previous partner. I don't blame that on my outside sources. Like I need to be strong enough to like yeah. stand for who I am. But I felt like I needed to show up and just be tough. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not going to be tough anymore. I'm gonna, I mean, I am in my yeah. own moments, but like, but it's okay to in my intimate partnership relationship, like, I want to be able to be vulnerable. I love that. That's important. So. And understanding that that's a need that you want in your relationships. I love yeah. that. 
Um, do you have any like kind of rules that you live by or like a code of conduct for yourself or a way that you really want to show up in the world? Like you said, like in that book, like, okay, what, how you're presenting yourself, but like, is there something that has helped you every day you wake up? Like, okay, this is who Caitlin is. This is how I'm going to be. I love, I love the smile on your face right now. <laughs> well, I'm like, how long do you have? All the time in the world for you. I just want to, I want to know. I um, think it's great. Because I have like so many thoughts on this. I can't even. I love this. She has all these pages of notes. I'm like, beautiful. well, the great thing is, is I was like, I wanted to like dive into what my thoughts are on like life and so many different topics before yeah. I talk to you because I'm like, so often do not for me. Do I sit down and like write? Because you're usually interviewing someone else. I know. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I'll do the question asking. Um, no, but I was kind of like thinking through this and literally I have like a million things I'm pulling out of the air trying to do every day. Um, a big thing for me is be kind. Like in no situation ever has like being unkind or mean helped or like made me feel better. Yeah. Or like having someone be unkind or mean to me, right? Yeah, like I absolutely. just feel like kindness can exist, coexist with like resolution and mm. So I don't know. Kindness is a big one for Love me. Um, and we talked a little bit about this earlier, but comparison, like mm -hmm. stop it. Like, yes. what are we doing? Yes. I love um, so I bragged about Byron Katie's book already, but in her book and my friend quotes this all the time. So it's like through my, from my friend from Byron Katie. Yeah. And I just remind myself of it and love it all so much. And it's, she says, um, Oh my gosh, what does she say? I'm going to forget. So when you compare, you lose, but only 100% of the time. Oh, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of like in Jess, and I'm like, yeah, yeah like, when are we, and it's not just like, we think so much about like, oh, comparing my body to someone else's, or my successes, or like my car, or career, or how my kids are, and it's not just that, like, I'm not that bad at that, yeah. but I, I compare like today to the past, Yes, and that's not fair to me, that's not fair to the people around me, yes. like, false expectations, so comparison, like, let's compare that. Yes, please, I love um, that. And then like, the biggest thing for me is truth, like living in truth. And this is like, can I ask you, do you yes. feel like speaking your truth helped you to stop being a people pleaser? And that's also like why it's like a hardcore rule for you to live by. Probably. I love that. And probably because it's not always been me. Like I we talked that. about, like yeah. I was hiding totally, um, both my voice and like being seen like for who I am and yeah. my soul, like from a lot of people and in a lot of different ways. Right. Um, and yeah, I am, I'm not here to say like, I am this beacon of truth. And like, like I have sucked at life totally. and I have made huge strides to fix the things that I wasn't great at and to be a better person every single day. And I am a work in progress. Like yeah. every day I wake up and I check myself. I'm like, am I living in truth? And like we talked about, like I've aligned myself now that like, I don't fix it perfectly, but I feel that resistance when yes. like I start to pull away or like even a white lie, like I try so hard if like my friends are going to dinner and I'm like, I just don't want to go to dinner. It's not, I have nothing going on. Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, something came up that I like, it doesn't always, it's not always what people want to hear, but yeah. I'm like, you know what? All I want to do is stay in my bed and, and there's get, nothing. And I'm not going to make dinner. And like people have a hard time with that. And they're like, what? Like, like no, you have, you should be here. WTF. Yeah. You're committed. And right. I'm like, but like, what I really committed to is myself. And yes, like, I love that. And that is like you're speaking your truth. Is that yes. is like, well, you know what? I did commit to that, but now today I'm not in that space of that. And I think that's actually the most respectful and loving thing you can do for someone because you would end up going there and being resentful that you're there. You wouldn't be fully engaged. You're not going to be fully present because you don't even want to be there. And so like 
to be this beacon of love and light that you are, I feel like that's, is that part is like speaking your truth because then you're really saying yes to things you want to say yes to and you're showing up at things that you're fully present for. Mm -hmm. And that's like the best friend that someone can have is like, Hey, I love you, but I'm not going to be there tonight. I'm, yeah. I want to be in bed. So I'm going to do that. It's like, cool, sis, do that. I love that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and like, I turn it, my friends are doing back to me and yes. it's been a really fun lesson for me because sometimes I'm like, you're bailing on me. And it's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> like, oh, wait, same thing. wait a minute. Okay. Great. It's a good yeah. So I love that. And then just like, um, I don't know, speaking my truth in relationships is hard, especially when they're newer. Like, I mean, not especially when they're newer. Like I was in a relationship for 11 years with my ex-husband. Yeah. He's an incredible man. I'm like, he wasn't mean. He wasn't like, yeah, there was no reason for me not to speak my truth. Right. But like, I hadn't gotten there yet. You know, I couldn't speak up and say exactly what my feelings were. Sometimes I don't even know if I knew what my feelings were totally. at that point. Um, and now, um, not to give like all my personal life away, but I'm like dating a really great man. Yeah. And it's been such an awesome opportunity to stop myself and say like, I need to tell you how I really feel. And it's not going to be easy to hear. And it's not easy to say to someone that you care a lot about. And, but like, the commitment I've made is like, I can't not be true to myself. It's yes. like, cry. I can't do that again. I can't go there again. I can't go down that rabbit hole where I'm living a life, putting on a face that isn't who I really am or saying things that I don't really mean. And so I'm not going to do it anymore. And in those moments, I think about how far of a departure I had from like my true self and feeling like at home in my body. And when those things come up to like say a little white lie or to like maybe hold in the feelings I'm really having. I'm like, <laughs> by the end of this, this sweet man is going to be like running for the hills. No way. He will always know how I feel. And that feels really good and really yes. like honoring myself in that, you know? I want to honor you for that. Because oh. I know how hard that is. It's not easy. No, but I mean, even like in a new relationship to you, like, are they going to think I'm a freak? Because I just really want to talk to you about like how I'm feeling right now. And like, we just need to sit down and have this chat. And that kind of freaks people out sometimes. Yeah. Like, cause it's Because you're just so aware of what's going on and how you're feeling. But it's like the most beautiful thing you can have. And it's like the coolest connection. Yeah. And it just, and it shows who you are. And like, I just love that. So I fully honor <laughs> you for that. Like, and I know how hard it is. And even in the moment, like, like this is going to probably kind of suck for a minute. But it's like, that's how you get over that fear. Oh, That's how you step into after you. when you know you yes. were like, you spoke your truth, you didn't lie. And there's no like, like everything's clear. Yeah. It's laid out. It's like, take it or leave it. Absolutely. Like this is me. Isn't that like, the not, purest alignment you can have too? It's like yeah. in those moments, like you get like legit chills and you're just like, cool. And you want to give like yourself a pat on the back. You're like, you, you stood up like, for you today. Uh, Good job, babe. Thank like, you. Like, you know, take a breath. Yes. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. And that like, does that help you when you look in the mirror, just like love who you are? And I'm not saying like, when I say that, I, I really help women try to like see themselves, right? But not just physically. Like I want you to see your soul mm -hmm. and I want you to be in alignment with that. And I want you to see and like it look back at you and be proud of you because like you're proud of who you are. Does that mm -hmm. help you like with that? Um, yeah. I didn't love who I saw in the mirror for a long time and it had nothing to do with on my body. No. It's like it looked like I'm confused. I'm lost. I'm scared. Yes. I felt empty and alone and depressed and anxious and all the fearful emotions you can have. And I would look, I just felt like I was looking through myself. Yeah. And I mean, I have not arrived. I never will arrive. My journey is like lifelong. I know that. And the last to say like, and show up and be like, this is me, like yeah. accept it. I'm like, this is me now. And I'm doing my best. Like just bear, bear with me. Um, but like, I can truly say despite like hard days and like recentering, like I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm doing my best. Yeah. And like, I've made such huge progress and I like love who I am right now. I and I love 
that I see where I want to be. And I'm like, okay, I, this is where I'm at, but like, this is a journey and I've been to the depths and I'm coming out of it and I've come out of it and I can do hard things. And I don't know, it feels really good to have like been there and be like, oh, take a breath. I can breathe now. <laughs> I'm above water. I love that. That's so amazing. And it is that like, you really feel like you can breathe because mm -hmm. before you can't breathe when you're like that, you're not sure who you are. Like what yeah. breath do I breathe in? And do that. Yeah. I love that. Um, so you coach people and you help people all the time. What, how did you get into coaching? Try. No, you do. Like they 100%. think I'm helping them. They're paying me. You're like, little do you know. No, like you're totally helping them. So how did you get into coaching and obviously like through fitness and stuff, but I think I love trainers because you're not just training someone's body. You're training their mind. You're helping them remove so many limiting beliefs. Like I truly, for me, when I work out my hardest, it's because I'm working out what's going on in my head. Mm -hmm. I'm working out the biggest problem or I'm working out whatever it is that my brain wants to play tricks on me for that day. I'm like, Oh, you're not going to win. Yeah. You're going to run this out today. Yes. Like, and so how was your experience with that and helping people? And is that when you feel like really alive too? Um, yes. I am so lucky to have a balance between jobs. Yeah. You're like the coolest life. Like you get to do oh, all these girls. Cool I'm like running around with my head cut off, but <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I've got the new side, which I love and yeah. I don't ever want to let go of. Yeah. Um, I've got the training side, which we'll talk about. And then I, also like have clients to teach public speaking and I'm trying to build that That's as so and presentation skills. So it's like a wonderful balance of like, I'm totally fulfilled, but not overworked in either department. Um, and fitness coaching is amazing. I love it. I love seeing the transformation, the dedication. Um, I work with like young athletes. I work with people that are just like weight loss clients and trying to lose weight and feel yeah. better about themselves. I work with people that, um, have like restrictive movement and mm, I'm just cool. trying to help them like stand up straighter and yeah. walk downstairs without holding onto a railing and to see progress and like them light up when they notice they're like they've lost weight or they're faster or they're just functioning better right. in their daily life is so fun. And like, I love my relationship with my clients and I feel like I'm learning from them. It's like we are each other's. Oh, like you mirror each other. Therapy. Totally. And it's so fun. Yeah. I love it. And then you coach people with speaking and how, so how, what does that look like? Um, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like a lot of work in progress. Um, but I just kind of realized I'm like, I have this skill set where like, I know how to speak in public. I do yeah. have a job. I better be good at it. Yeah. My boss is listening. I'm good at it. I promise. <laughs> um, and like there are, so, what I realized and what kind of inspired it to start is my dad. I just remember growing up, he was the president of a company and he okay. would have to like give speeches. Yeah. And like, he didn't sleep for like days before. Yeah. He was like so nervous. Like he couldn't even think about nerve wracking. It was going to be to stand in front of a crowd. And I was always like, what do you think is going to happen? Like they're going to throw things. <laughs> I didn't see the same at the time, but that's like kind of my mindset Yeah, going to this realizing like, wow, it's really blessing that this doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm okay. Like I have, I, that is I make gift. a fool That's like myself. Gift. <laughs> make me a fool of myself on television is a gift. <laughs> Let me tell you. It's cool. Hard work. I love it. But um, I kind of just realized thinking back on the stress that came from that for my dad. Like there are people out there that like that have to do this. Right. Whether they're presenting at work or to employees or like if they're giving a TED talk or right. CEOs have to give keynotes. Right. And there are people out there that like could use some help. And there's a lot of venues for it. And kind of like what I say to my fitness clients, like I have a lot of information, but so do a million other trainers totally. in America. Like they're buying my knowledge, but they're also buying me yes. and like our relationship and my experience. Um, anyone could write a training program for them. Right. There are so many different companies out there that can help you public speak and present better. Yeah. Like who do you connect with? And right. that's why it's so great that there's so many people doing 100. the same thing. Like everyone can succeed because 
one trainer to me is going to rub me wrong and another trainer yep. I'm going to laugh with all day and get super fit. Yeah. You have to hear things differently. So I love that. I don't know. It kind of bleeds over into all. It's such a funny mirror to have someone like tell you what they think about you that you haven't met. I'm like, I think I said this earlier. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't mean to put out that like my life is perfect on Instagram. Yeah. And I don't think you're yeah. saying, but like, it's like, what I see is I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm falling apart at the same things, And I'm not falling apart. I'm in a great place, but um, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I'm trying to receive compliments. Yes, I, I love that. I so love thank that. you. Um, what impact do I want to leave in this life? Um, nothing, like I don't have these like grand, I have great goals and grand gestures I want to like accomplish, but as far as like what I want people to remember me by is like that they felt safe. like. All people and my friends and family to like to feel like they can show up and be authentic and vulnerable and that I am a non-judgmental safe place for them to be whoever they are and know that I'll love and accept them in all the phases of their life. I love like that. I have I've been a great person and really proud of myself and like also really ashamed of myself in moments and um we can play the blame game and uh be mad at ourselves for the things we've done wrong forever, but the worst feeling is to feel like someone that you love um, has conditional love for you. Like they love you if you're this certain way. And I felt that. And I never in my whole life want to make someone feel like that. Whether I have children someday or a partner or friends, parents, my brother, like they are awesome people. And yeah. guess what? I won't swear, but we all mess up. Yeah, we totally do. <laughs> and I guess if anything, I just want, I would love my impact to be like, I'm growing, I'm trying to be vulnerable and authentic regardless of how people receive that. But yeah. maybe just that they can tell me anything and like, I'm not gonna run for the hills. I'm gonna be like, you may be messed up, but that doesn't change how much I love you. I love that. I think that is the biggest impact you can make to make someone feel safe and love no matter what. Like, heck yeah, are you kidding me? That's amazing. I love that that's what you're doing. And I feel like you do that. Like right now I feel very safe and like, loved and just I feel very connected so thank you for bringing that presence with you everywhere that's like so amazing so I'm, I'm working on it <laughs> you are you are it. but I want that back and we can't expect to get what we aren't willing to do in our own absolutely right, right? So. the universe gives us what we put back out there yeah. I think that's powerful how can my audience find you how can they follow you if they want to work with you if they want to go to your gym and get trained by you they're like yeah I want to go work out with this girl or they want to get coached by you in public speaking or where can they watch you out on TV can you let them yes know? all the things so tune into fresh living Monday through Friday yes. at 1 p.m. yes um me and Carrie and Brooke are always having a good time on there so channel 2 news um and then I'm sporadically on that news station all of the time so I won't even try to give you those and then um Excel Fitness okay. I train primarily out of there and where is that located at? it's in holiday okay perfect and I do like privates for yoga Olympic lifting oh, CrossFit yes. weight loss sport related come that. hang out with me yes. and then yeah you want to talk in, in public <laughs> we will help you. I should say you don't want to oh yeah to. are you scared you have yeah, to I love that. yeah you can follow me on Instagram by the best Caitlin H Hansen what's what's your real name <laughs> so as I said that I was like she's gonna say so I don't have a middle name oh okay so and like, I, H. my dad and my brother their middle name is Howell okay so they're they have Howell with the Brent H. Hansen and Danny H. Hansen is like their emails and everything and so when I changed my name back to Hansen they were like change your middle name to Howell and I was like sure so instead I just made my social media no, and my email I love it. yes. it's not my real I have no middle name it's just I'm now you do. and now 
now I'm outed to my brother and my dad that they didn't actually change my name. I love it. So there we are. But I love it. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm like, thank you so much for being on. Like I seriously am like the biggest fan girl, and this is just it. amazing. So I'm just another human trying to do my best at life. I love it. Well, you're doing the best on it. And thanks for being you and inspiring me and just being here and being present and just connecting with me and with my audience and getting them. They get to know you and I got to know you and it's just super powerful. So thank you. I appreciate you're it. You're a wonderful woman. And thanks for looking up. Yeah. And like, if anything, if I want to say anything, it's like, go say something genuinely kind to another woman. Yes. Like this world is so hard. And like, why are we not just like, telling someone something wonderful about themselves Absolutely. every day yes. just do it it's gonna seem vulnerable and scary and hard and i'll coach you how to She'll publicly you tell yeah. them that <laughs> i love it anyway That's thanks amazing. so much girl. yes thank you so much you're amazing thanks guys appreciate you tuning in Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And also if you just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you're feeling that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day.